Hello, friends. Dr. Joseph coming to you for our daily podcast, and I'm excited to be here with day two of our podcast as we're going through Psalms. And uh, I'm going to be reading Psalm chapter two, and I'm going to be reading out the New International Version. So uh, let's uh, let's dig in here together. It says, "Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth take their stand, and the rulers gather together against the Lord and against His anointed one." Let us break their chains, they say, and throw off their fetters. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then he rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy hill. I will proclaim the decree of the Lord. He said to me, You are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask of me, and I will make the nations your inheritance the end of the earth, your possession. You will rule them with an iron scepter. You will dash them to pieces like pottery. Therefore, you kings, be wise. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear. Rejoice with trembling. Kiss the sun, lest he be angry. And you will be destroyed uh, in your way. For his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Now, when we come to this passage, and we're looking at uh, Psalm chapter 2, we got to remember that there are different types of psalms whenever we read through psalms. There are some psalms that are uh, messianic, meaning that the primary writings uh, really speak of the person and the work of Jesus Christ. There are lament psalms, meaning that uh, it's a cry to God for for help. Uh, There are imprecatory psalms, meaning that uh, sometimes it's asking God to um, to do a judgment against uh, against wicked people. There's penitential psalms; those that are somebody is just weeping over sin. There's wisdom psalms, and that um, you know it's giving guidelines for how to live a godly life. And of course, psalms is considered in the wisdom literature of the Old Testament genres. There's historical psalms, and historical psalms look back through. Some of the uh, some of the ways in which uh, uh, God has dealt with Israel and where He's brought them from, and and then there's way then there's Psalms as well that just look at God's just work uh, throughout creation, throughout uh, different miracles and different things, and they're just praising the Lord. Uh, but then there's also royal Psalms, and royal Psalms uh, kind of connect a little bit with the Messianic Psalms in that they uh, are connecting the uh, the kingship of God's uh, uh, God's king that He has in place. It's usually for David whenever He's writing these things, but it also points to the greater King that is to come and the Messiah in Jesus Christ. And that's what we see here with Psalm chapter two: is that this is a royal psalm that we would consider this. And so, um, you know, there's a little bit of just some rhetorical questions that are being asked. Uh, here at the very beginning, and uh, just kind of how the the flow of this uh, just just goes through. And so, uh, you know, David, whenever he's he's going through this psalm or somebody's writing about it, uh, we we see that there are world rulers that uh, they seem to have a bent towards um, going against God. You know, why do the nations conspire? That word conspire means rage. Why do they plot? Meaning they plan these wicked schemes. Right, and they think that they can come against the Lord's anointed one, and 
that's just not true. That's that's not true. They they uh, they try to say they want to break off their chains. They want to throw off their fetters, their shackles, right? Uh, but uh, God, what does He do? He He doesn't get threatened by them in those moments. He doesn't uh, get upset. In fact, uh, He has a purpose, and His purpose is. Uh, as we see in, in verse 6 and 7, I've installed my king on Zion, my holy hill, and I will proclaim the decree of the Lord. Verse 7, he said to me, you are my son, and today I've become your father. And so there's a little bit of just some um, some pictures here that are going on. First, you have the Davidic covenant. And what was the covenant that was made with David? 2 Samuel chapter 7, verses 11 through 14 this promise, this covenant promise that was made to David uh, that uh, he was told that he would um, always have a uh, have somebody from his family line to sit on the throne of the kingdom. And what we see, well, Christ came through David's bloodline. And so Jesus Christ fulfills that in, in every single way. And he says, you are my son. And this is picture of once again, this pointing to this one that is to to come um, in uh, in Jesus Christ, and uh, and then verse eight, ask me, and I will make your make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. He talks about how how the king is going to rule in that present time, and then also how the ultimate Jesus Christ, how he will rule uh, for all eternity, and so. What is this call then? The call is to serve the Lord with fear. Don't try to do wicked ways. Don't try to do wicked things. Said, serve the Lord with fear. Rejoice with, with trembling. And we can't miss the the end of verse twelve because it's so key and it's just a great reminder for us. And it says this: Blessed are all who take refuge in Him. That word. Refuge is such a powerful word. You're going to see it all throughout Psalms as you're going going through it. And what do we mean by the word refuge? Well, refuge was a place that you run to for protection. And whenever you run to it for protection, you know, you're you're escaping, yes, but you're also you're finding security. It's this it's this picture of running to a fortress that is standing strong. And I know that I can run to it and I can find security in it. And that's what uh, the writer here, the psalm is just pointing to is that uh, he says, well, wh- what is it about a refuge? What does it mean to for me to uh, take refuge in him? Well, here's what refuge, when we find our refuge in Christ, it, it actually brings us joy. Uh, it says that in Psalm chapter 5, verse 11, is that you, you're going to experience joy by by being in, uh, by being taking refuge uh, in the in the Lord in those moments, it also uh, taking uh, refuge means to also it's going to bring about true pleasure. I can find my greatest pleasure in my life not in running around to empty, broken down castles that are are not going to stand strong, but instead I can run to the Lord in those moments. That's the ultimate pleasure uh, of my life, and then. You know what? What true refuge ought to do is that it ought to bring worship. It ought to bring about a heart of worship that we have in the Lord, and that's my my encouragement to you today. Are you taking refuge in the Lord, or are you running to broken down castles? 
Are you trying to run to things of this world? Are you trying to establish your own kingdom? Friend, let me just tell you, it doesn't work. Broken down castles never give us security. Instead, we need to run to the Lord. And when we run to the Lord, you'll find joy, you'll find pleasure, and you'll worship him with all your heart. And so, friend, I just want to encourage you as we're just continuing to go through this. This is just, uh, you're going to just see the psalm, see how that just comes alive. And my encouragement to you today is that you find your refuge in the Lord. God bless you guys. We look forward to connecting with you the next time on our podcast. And always make sure that you're uh, going to newvisionlife.com and uh, checking out uh, what are just uh, different ways you can just stay up to date and make sure you're following us on uh, on our podcast platforms. And uh, God bless you guys. Talk to you soon.